back. It is hour two of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Oh boy, have I got a story for you. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Well, Dolly Parton had a birthday. She turned 78. So there was a big celebration at the Grand Ole Opry. And the Ryman Auditorium, both in Nashville, Tennessee. L. King was one of the performers. And she was trash. Oh, no. I, I oh, just have no. all the feelings. We have a little audio if you want to hear a little bit about it. You ain't getting your mom back. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing is true. Good. Because you ain't getting it. That's it. I'll I'll tell you one thing more. I'll tell you one thing more. Hi, my name is L. King. I'm hammered. Oh, no. Okay, That's first of all, keep in mind, this is a live radio broadcast, mm. the Grand Ole Opry. So there's mm. that. Um, That's um, I can't even imagine how she was feeling the next day about... Yeah. Especially when she looked and saw the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I think a lot of people who have uh, sipped from a bottle have a time or two when they thought, well... That mm-hmm. got away from me, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it's usually pretty regretful. So that's a bummer. Well, hopefully it's a one-off, or or if it's the wake-up call that she needs. I saw yeah. somebody yeah, say, yeah, we yeah. just watched the demise of El King's career. Right. I would stop way short of that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, m- maybe if she if she is in a situation where she needs help, this might yes, be a for push in the sure. back to get that. Yeah, yeah. So that caught my eye this morning. And I don't think it's a one-off, considering we heard the same thing from New Year's Rock and Eve. Remember, mm-hmm. she performed and stumbled while performing during the the uh, New Year's Eve celebration, mm-hmm. and people were a little concerned about her at that point. So okay, so maybe second. Maybe, okay, so definitely maybe a, a wake up call time. Yeah, yeah. See, I know I was under the impression that she was getting her her health in order because she had just. She lost quite a lot of weight, and I thought it was like she was on a health kick, and but clearly not. Oh, well. Speaking of, sort of staying on that same topic, um, Chris Stapleton just teamed up with Buffalo Trace to create his own signature whiskey called Traveler Whiskey. Oh, I like it. But some people are confused because recently he said in a GQ article that he was, quote unquote, all but sober. That means he's not sober. If but someone I, says I'm all but sober, that means I am so not sober. But I think the context of that conversation would not have led you to believe it. 
I don't think you should still walk away with he's sober. It sounded to me like he doesn't drink much. Gotcha. Anyway, he he went out to clarify. Yeah. Okay. And he said uh, he got it. He tells people he got into a drinking contest with himself in his 20s and lost. <laughs> but now he has kids. A lot has changed, including his drinking habits. He went on to say it's a disservice to sober people to call me sober. I'm a 45-year-old man who has a lot more responsibilities and a lot less time for leisure than I used to have, but I do enjoy it. How about this? The first room you walk into at my house, there's probably 200 bottles of bourbon there. Whoa. So while he's definitely not sober, he's gotten older, he's gotten wiser. Um, 200 bottles of bourbon, 200 bottles of anything. Like if you had that much, I don't know, like syrup, I'd be like, you might have a syrup. (laughs) <laughs> I bet a lot were gifted to him. You know, like in the music business, it, it goes hand in hand with alcohol a lot of times. Yeah. What and that's a lot of gift. Let's let's totally ha- throw something out there based on nothing. And because we're saying it, we can't be charged with libel. I forget how law works. But here's my question for you, Donna. <laughs> You've worked on music stages we a lot. You could be charged with slander, though. All right, go ahead. Yes. Uh, what percentage of... Stadium performers, big headline tours, stadium mm. or arena performers. Let's go arena. Go out stone cold sober, not a drip of alcohol in their body. I would say that body. percentage is quite low. Like, what does that mean, quite low? Well, I think there are a lot of people who used to go out and drink who no longer drink. You know, who would do shots backstage beforehand. I would, I would say 80, 80% of people... Performers have a little something in them. Have a little something. Hmm. Yeah. Thank you for your honesty. I think so. I think so. I know Zach Brown Band is one band that does not partake in any kind of alcohol before they go on stage. Yeah. Yeah. I think if if you're going to do the fun comes later, the fun comes later. But we're professionals right now. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Crazy, right? I did not know that about uh, Chris Stapleton, so thank you. Um, hey, listen, uh, Justin Timberlake is teasing a new single. Uh, hold on, hold on. He'll be coming to Saturday Night Live, I believe, this weekend. Okay. It's going to be called Selfish. That's the name of the single. Right. Uh, Pete Davidson is hosting this weekend with Justin Timberlake. Hopefully we'll hear that song. That'd be fun. That'd be really fun. I'd like to hear some new Timberlake. Yeah, me too. Timberlake, like in sync. I need a new vision of Timberlake too, because the last couple things that were floating around, there was one where he was dancing, and it was just felt kind of awkward. Yes. And then people like were taking the audio away and just adding in sound effects of like his feet hitting the stage and stuff, and that made me feel nervous. And then there was the one recently of him saying, you know. They call me Lake. Timberlake. And that was very tough for us all to hear. Huh. But I like his It was embarrassing. Stuff. I do too. I really do. I'm wrong on the date. It's not this weekend. I, I don't believe. But, uh, and Pete Davidson's coming in October. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. Is that about. maybe the wrong link we're looking at there? I opened that link and it, I, I was like, I don't feel like this it's, is giving me what I oh, want. Oh, yeah. It's Dakota Johnson and, and Justin, Justin Timberlake, Timberlake. And that is this coming uh, that is this week. weekend. 27th. Okay, got it half right. But there if you, you are just tuning in for your when is Pete Davidson hosting news, <laughs> he either is hosting in October or did host last October. That's right. I think it was last October. You're right. Late September, yeah.
Sorry, you guys. Do? You know what we should do? What's that? And I think we actually kind of already do it unintentionally. Sneak in a story each day. Oh, yeah, that's completely. That is from at least a year ago. Or <laughs> something from The Onion. Yeah. You know, just throw something in. And anytime you hear us say something false, maybe we'll set yeah. up some kind of contest. The Onion, the Babylon Bee is another one that I'll see these. Oh, that's um, good. These little fake headlines on that are funny. One said today, uh, New Year's life hack, how to save money on your home improvement projects. Don't do them. I love it. <laughs> about not what? Is that one of the writers on our show? Oh, come Donna. on now. When I come back <gasps> with Donna, I don't know why I said that, but when we come back, there is a gift card that Applebee's is releasing a limited number of today at 11 a.m. our time that Say what you will about Applebee's. This is a good deal, particularly in the year of inflation. A great date night deal mm-hmm. that could get you a year's worth of them for a pretty D good price. Pardon my French. Mm-hmm. That when we come back, it's Donald, it's Stephen, it's my talk. Hi, it's Donna for Blaze Credit Union. I know you're probably wondering, wasn't she talking about being a member of Spire Credit Union? Well, it's one and the same. I'll tell you what happened. Spire Credit Union and Highway Credit Union, they merged on January 1st of this year and they created a new credit union, which is now called Blaze. Blaze has more than 250,000 members, including myself. Steve is a member as well. They've got 26 branches across Minnesota. And side note, there's going to be two more locations coming later in the year. Stillwater and Plymouth are adding locations. Blaze is a full-service financial institution. They truly care about their members. And they named themselves Blaze because they say life's trails can be tough and it's natural to sometimes feel a little lost. So they want to help us lighten our load and provide the best routes and using the right technology. Go to BlazeCU dot com insured by ncua hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson rain wilson amor tolls you name it they come they share new episodes of you are what you read drop every tuesday on apple spotify or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you listening. It's Donna. It's Steve. It's Mike the Big Zamboni. All at your service on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun and we like food. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. Today is the date. January 22nd, 11 a.m. local time here in the Central Time Zone is the moment to act. That is when Applebee's will officially begin selling. A limited number of date night passes. 
This Applebee's subscription pass will include up to $30 of food and non-alcoholic beverages mm-hmm. per mm-hmm. use and is valid to be used 52 times between February 1st and January 31st, which means it essentially comes out to a date night per week for a year for $200. I think this is a fabulous deal. I do too. And I love Applebee's. I just had uh, Applebee's delivered yesterday. I love them. Love you had them. it delivered, huh? I sure did. Do you want to know what I had? I would love to. Usually you say, don't worry about it. But yeah, what did you I have? I had a um, piece of grilled chicken, coleslaw, and steamed broccoli. Mama got that slaw, huh? Damn right I do. Um, it's you know, I don't Wow, you go to Applebee's.com if you're like, eh, is this worth it? 11 a.m. again, it's the time. Um, the first thing that you see in a giant picture on their website, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight mozzi sticks and some marinara. They're like, we're not going to try to convince you that we're something we're not. You know who we are. Mm-hmm. You know you like us, even though you try to say that you don't because you act highfalutin around your fancy friends. I love Applebee's. (laughs) This is what we do. Wow. That's a great deal, though. $30 covered. And they've got, like, specials. You can only have, like, soft drinks. Yeah, but but if you're an iced tea drinker, if you're sober, if you just can do a meal without, if you can get through a meal with your date or your spouse without alcohol, this could be the thing for you. $200 for a year. You can have a date night. At the right restaurant, and it's $200, boom, gone. That's true. So yeah. the fact that you could say, hey, let's do this 51 more times after we did it the first time, and never bring our wallet out. We'll just show them our Applebee's so great. gift card. I think you'd want a tip, though. Just saying. You, Of course you would tip. All right, Donna. so bring your wallet. Brew Pub loaded waffle fries they've got. Dang. Get on that menu. Anyway, yeah. today, 11 a.m., limited number, so they're going to sell out. So um, I believe Applebee's.com would be your place to go. Thank you. Mike saw something interesting over the weekend. I didn't quite understand what you were sending. It looked like a type. It looked like a typo. It looked like the wrong item Mm -hmm. was stocked at the wrong end cap at Target. What did you see? So we went to Target and we were walking out of uh, the body wash area. And Sarah says, OMG, you can get deodorant that smells like Thin Mints. (laughs) <laughs> and I said, what? And I turn and look, <laughs> and it literally was the entire end cap of Girl Scout cookie flavored scents for deodorant, body wash, shampoo, conditioner. I mean, that's what that was. That clears up a lot of confusion because as I was looking, I thought, did they do some sort of a brand? Uh, clearly they did yeah. deal with Native. They did, yes. That, that, that company. Um, but I still thought. I saw the what the deodorant and thought they were little boxes of cookies. Mm. Oh, yeah. oh, my I, bad. I didn't see the Girl Scout portion of the picture, but uh, good on them for being creative and trying to expand their brand. But ew, yeah, we, I don't want to smell like a cookie. We then spent ten minutes opening them all up and smelling them. Obviously, <laughs> were they obviously. Pretty, true, pretty true to scent. Oh yeah. But let's just say, I don't want deodorant that smells like a Samoa. 
Like that's not good. The caramel, the caramel, caramel delight, or whatever they're calling it now, yes. the small, that was not a good scent. Hmm. It was not very caramely or not very uh, coconutty, like you might expect. That wasn't great. Um, Plus, it's going to mix with your pheromones yeah. or right. hormones or sweat or whatever. And you got the lemony smell one, which was not great at all. No. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, the Thin Mints obviously smelled very Thin Minty, but you may notice there's a few of the in the picture, the tops that are open, because I think people just walked by it and, like, popped it open, smelled it, <laughs> laughed, and then put it back. By people, you mean you? Well, that's what we did, yeah, and I think a lot of people were doing that, because it doesn't look like much product was moved, and it was also 25% off, buy one, get one. So. Oh, um, yeah. get rid of that. It's interesting. I guess I probably should have brought one so we could have all experienced it, but... Uh, it was no, kind of no, gross. It might be better left on the <laughs> on the end cap. They did get the uh, like the end cap display though, which is huge. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that retail real estate really matters. What? Uh, you know, I'm not wearing any deodorant today. I'll be totally honest. Congratulations! You want to smell my armpit right now, Donna? Sure, I'll smell it. I don't care. All right. Uh, I don't Here know if I have body odor or not. Um, I'm trying to think. Okay. Did I exercise oh no. I don't know oh, if I exercise. Oh, yesterday. so you didn't shower is what you're saying? Well, that. All right, I'm this about to sniff Steve's. Steve armpit. has stepped up. He is. She is full in that. It's pit. got a little powdery, a little bo. It's like a combo. I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> That's what we would call a proprietary blend. The reason I knew Donna would do it is because last week she said she was into like if if she's snuggling up with her partner, she is okay with the scent of their armpit. Even if she can smell a little bit of their body odor, which mm-hmm. I say, no, caca. I do not want to smell body odor on Lou. Put me down for a barf. I get that. I get that. I don't know. Maybe men and women are different. Our yeah, old buddy Jeremy mix. Parsons from People Magazine, he likes the smell of like an armpit, too. His own or his wife? No, his, his wife's. They usually smell pretty nice and powdery, you know? I, I would assume so. I don't put my sniffer in her... Pit. Underarm. Okay. All right. No, thank you. That wasn't as unpleasant as I was expecting. Would have been more pleasant if it smelled like coconut caramel. Uh, yes, yeah. or, or... A lemon. A thin mint. Yes, or a thin mint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mint feels like that would be nice. Mint would be good, because you've got that rosemary mint from Aveda that people like. It's tingly. I don't think there's body odor Yeah, there's here. a little B.O. No, there's you gotta, you got to pull your shirt <laughs> towards the middle. There's no body odor in there. Oh, you should smell mine. I smell amazing. Do you want to smell no, it? No, I don't. Come over here. No, I don't want to smell it. your pet. Come on. There's something. Oh, it smells so good. Oh, you're missing out. <laughs> <laughs> That's Donna at speed dating. <laughs> hey, you want to you get up in this? Oh, man, you're missing out. Hey, let's play a game. 651-641-1071. Call that number now, and you can play with us on the air. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's next. You know where you love her, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for the living legend of Minnesota radio, Donna Valentine. Oh, please, please, please be seated. Sit. Sit. Do you, Sit. Kathy Werzer and Lee Volsvik ever get together <laughs> and just plan what's next for all of us here? You powerful Don't ladies worry of about radio. It. Ooh, maybe we should start That'd a new, like, like, glow. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the... We'll uh, call it Glore. <laughs> <laughs> what are the glamorous ladies of radio? Yes. Um, I was at the Minnesota Broadcasters Hall of Fame last year, not inducted, hashtag snubbed, but um, <laughs> I was there emceeing and Kathy Werzer was accepted into the Hall of Fame. That's amazing. That night. She was great. Everybody who gave speeches that night, I was I was sitting there thinking, oh, 
you're really good at what you're doing. You're good at using your voice and telling stories and being interesting. That's great. That's what I thought. Well, now that's a lot of pressure on me for when I accept. I can't wait. Why are you not in it yet? I, I don't will... want to be in it. I don't. I don't like. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with that. I want it to be a few more years down the road so that I get more love than freaking Mus does. Mus is in your past. He's a vapor. Wow. I say that with love and respect for Mus. What are we doing here? We're going to play a game. Oh, what are we waiting for? It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. So far this year, Donna is the smart one. Seven to six. She holds the advantage, but obviously it's pretty early. Um, there's How still time. You? There's still time, Steve, for you no, to catch up. No, there's no time, Steve. There's time. <laughs> uh, today we're going to be celebrating a birthday, one of the greatest voices in the history of music. Louis Armstrong. Oh, Steve Perry. How old is he now? That's your job to answer. Oh, okay. Right. I'm going to say he's 69. 70, 73. 73, 69. The correct answer is 75. Let's wow. go. 75 wow. years old he is looks Steve good. Perry. His yes, voice is it's so good. So good. And then, by the way, the guy that they came in had replace him for Journey. Yeah, really good. Unbelievable. Yeah. Because yeah. it sounds exactly like Steve Perry. That is correct. <laughs> so we're chatting about uh, Steve Perry, obviously a little about Journey as well. But uh, today, that is going to be the category Steve Perry Songs. And we've got Kelly on the line to play along with us today. Hey, Hi. Kelly, welcome to the program. How are you? Hello, guys. I'm good. How are you? Really, really good. good. Where, are you, uh, where are you calling in from this morning, Kelly? I'm calling in from the park. Bosley and I are taking a little walk. Hi, Boz. Uh, what breed of dog is Boz? He's a Cavachon. Oh, cute. Nice. That sounds like a fancy dog. No. No? He gets, he's never been groomed professionally. We just do it to bond with him. So he's kind of got a junkyard look. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's fantastic. Um, Alrighty. With that, the topic today is Steve Perry. Steve Perry songs. Yep. Steve Perry songs. Oh, boy. Um, would you like to team up with Donna Valentine oh, or Stevie Boy? <laughs> well, I think it's more our era, Donna. Let's do it. All right, let's try. I'm, I'm, oh my gosh. Okay. I'm a little off today, so I might need your help. All right. She's, Kelly's okay. going to go on hold. She'll listen in, and if she needs to help you, she's got that opportunity. Donna, you ready to give it a roll? Mm, yeah. <laughs> 75 years old today is Steve Perry. We're celebrating with some Steve Perry songs. Let's begin with this one here. Given the message, many sports teams have adopted this journey tune about a small town girl and a city boy as their unofficial team anthem. Don't stop believing. Lying beside you here in the dark is the start to this highest charting journey song. Open arms. As a solo artist, Steve's biggest hit was this song written for his then girlfriend, whose name is in the title. As a solo oh, artist, Sherry, all right. I'm in love. Oh, Anything Sherry. you want repeated? I don't think so. I just I don't want to overthink it. Okay, feel good about that. You got eight seconds. You want to shout anybody out? That's what Steve always does when he's got time to spare. Mm. 
Not really. Okay. Just want to give you that opportunity. <laughs> All right, let's grab Steve. Or no, actually, let me uh, grab Kelly yes, first. Yes. Kelly, uh, you heard her answers. How do you feel like she did? I think she nailed it. In fact, I heard O'Sherry yesterday. Stop it. That really? Was a premonition. Yeah. I love that. All right. All right. I'll go grab what's his face. Oh, Kelly, you're going on hold, and we're going to bring Steve back hey. in here. Hey, come on in. Welcome. Did you bring me a hostess gift? <laughs> Apparently not. not. Okay. No, you know, it'd be funny if you had a party and um, everyone who came in cahoots behind the hostess's back said, let's bring hostess gifts, but only hostess treats, cakes. I yeah. love it. Okay, Ding dongs. Cute. Cute. That's adorable. Thanks. How'd it go? I think, mm. okay. I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's always like, hard to tell. I, I did a it. lot of like, blah, blah, I think blah, that blah. means three out of three when Stop. Mike says that. Yeah. Let's uh, give it a whirl again. Steve Perry songs, our theme today. Are you ready, Steve? Whatever. Let's get it started here with this one. Given the message, many sports teams have adopted this journey tune about a small town girl and a city boy as their unofficial th- uh, team anthem. Don't stop believing. Lying beside you here in the dark is the start to this highest charting journey song. Ooh. As a solo artist, Steve's biggest hit was this song written for his then-girlfriend, whose name is in the title. Oh, Sherry. Go to the second one. Lying Beside You, Here in the Dark, is the start of this highest-charting journey song. Separate ways? Anything you like repeated? No, that's that's it. That's the only other journey song I know, and it's my favorite. <laughs> Separate ways. All righty. Wow, you answered really fast. You both answered very fast in wow. this round. But I don't think that's right. I don't think that's the beginning opening line of separate ways. I don't either, Steve. Do you think you know the answer to that? Lying beside you. Oh. Let's run through these answers here. Softly. No, 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 no. Dang it. Separate ways is yeah. the next line. Yeah, that's yeah. how it goes, right? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Separate ways. Yeah, that's the same song. Uh, let's go to the first one. Given the message, many sports teams have adopted this journey tune about a small town girl and a city boy as their unofficial team anthem. Don't stop believing. Yeah. You both nailed that one. Nicely done. Congrats. As a solo artist, Steve's biggest hit was this song written for his then-girlfriend, whose name is in the title, Oh Sherry. Yeah. By Steve Perry. Nicely done by both of you. Good job, Steve. Thanks, son. What is the name of this song? Is the start to this highest-charting journey song. That song hit number two in the country. They never had a number one hit, but Donna knew that was open arms. Yes! And she's the winner today, along with Kelly. Yeah, Kelly, Kelly, Let's double or nothing. Come on. No! You could put your foot on my throat right now. Is this ringing a bell now? Yeah, uh, yeah. You want the hook? You want the hook? Here it comes. Get ready for it. Chorus. A little bit of a snoozer. Nailed it. Oh, they're so good. I love them. Um, no, thank you. Come on. You're, no. You got all the momentum right now. No. You can really distance Listen, yourself. Listen, I need to get a 10-point lead just, just to get me through the year. 
All right, let's just do the tiebreaker for fun. All right, let's have Kelly, too. You're starting with a two-point lead because now you do have an eight-to-six lead. Nicely done. Kelly, you're back on the line. Are you with us? Yes, I am. Congratulations. Thank you. Way to go, Donna. Thank you. Let's do the tiebreaker. All right, here's the tiebreaker. I just mentioned they never had a number one hit. Again, any of you know it, yell out your name. That is your buzzer. Uh, Journey never had number one hit. And one of the reasons why is that song you heard right there, Open Arms, when it was number two, it was behind a couple of songs. I'm looking for a song title. The first song it was up against is I Love Rock and Roll by, of course, Joan Jett. And the other was this song. Donna, Donna, Centerfold by Jay Giles. The Jay Giles band, band was yes. Centerfold. You nailed it. My Yay. title for that would have been. Ding dang dong. Yeah. Ding dang diggly do. Ding dang diggly do. Great song. Oh, that was fun. Oh, hey, way to go, Kelly. By the way, great job, Mike. Give Bosley belly rubs for us, okay? And Kat Perkins, uh, I think she sang that um, Steve Perry song on the, what was she on? The Voice. The Voice. Oh! Oh, Sherry or Open Arms? Shout out to Kat. Uh, Open Arms. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, she's got quite the voice. Oh, my God, is she talented. Anyway, oh, Bosley. Who's a good boy? We got little baby boo. Who's a good boy? (laughs) Bosley. All right, go get Bosley's walk. Uh, Michael, get your info real quick. And I have got a tip. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show is getting tipsy. Dipsy. Tips. Dips. There's a new device to cure your allergies. I have them. Tell me what it is. It's uh, basically electrocuting your nasal passages. I'll do it. I'm desperate. I know, right? You know anyone who needs like a refill of Navage? Why is everyone talking about Navage? I can't get but four <laughs> steps in the hallway before I bump into another group of people mid-conversation about Navage. <laughs> we still have to come up with a sketch for Navage instead of Savage. <laughs> Either that or we'll call it Sausage. Sausage. Who do you think Sausage <laughs> would be a good name? But there is a new gadget. It's called uh, Nasocalm. It's on Kickstarter. You just strap it to your face for 15 minutes a day. Steve, you do this with your chin exercises anyway. What's yeah. one more contraption? It supposedly makes your allergies a lot better. So it electrocutes your nose. It's got six little electrodes. Um, you know, there are three for each nostril. They deliver small electric shocks to stimulate the muscles in your nose. And they claim that by doing that, you're contracting and relaxing the muscle genic- muscles, and then in turn it clears your sinuses, and then you can breathe easier. Okay? Is it um small enough to take with you, so you can use it anywhere? One size fits all. I'm sure. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I didn't look at you. It's pretty bulky on your face, so you will be like the weird guy at work. Honestly, people like us, Donna, we could just wear it as a nose cover. I love that. You know, Nicole, why did I say Nicole? Why did I say Nicole? Alexis makes these little crocheted nose covers. If you're insecure? No, if you're cold. Oh. I think it covers your nose and then you tie it behind your head. Oh. So instead of a mask, it's a cover for your nose. Wow. It's like a, an approachable version of Bane. 
I from Batman. love it. That's kind of what this one <laughs> An looks approachable like. version. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, they plan to sell these for a hundred bucks, but you can get it for sixty if you back them on Kickstarter. I say zap me like a big dog. I hate I've I, I blow my nose multiple times every day of my life. You know, I heard an ad or saw an ad Sausage. for this company that you go and they specialize in clearing out your sinuses. It's all they do. Mm. Is they like look at you and then they give you a procedure that like clears it right out. I want one of those things that does a deep clean of your ear. I keep seeing these on TikTok. Oh, where Here's they what it suck is. it out? It's not the suction thing. This is a uh, a little device that has a camera on it. Hmm. Okay, and you put it into your ear and then you're watching on your phone an app. Oh, okay. Like and then they you're do going it in and like clearing out the gunk that. However, you clean your ears, Q-tips, which they t- say you're not supposed to, or water, or whatever, don't get to. So you're like scraping it. I will say I get it. It kind of sounds disgusting. It also seems like it could be deeply satisfying. Okay. I'll admit one more thing about ears. <clears throat> Two things. Uh, don't admit anything, please. One oh, is, I assume we're all disgusting. I have noticed that some black hairs are now growing out of my earlobe. So I'm Ugh. at that point in my life. I've had lo- white hairs that grow that my barber has to trim which is awesome. Uh, but now I've noticed some black hairs, so that's a bit of a gut punch. I stopped listening. Also, when my barber trims the hair on my ears, I almost feel like I'm going to start tapping my foot involuntarily like Thumper. Not when he's not when you put something in your ear, but when it's being trimmed? When she's like got the trimmer and then it goes in toward like the Inside? inner part of my ear, huh. I'm like... Like a dog. Yes, that's yes. how I feel. I right. can only imagine what would happen if somebody finally suppressed my anal glands. I could have gone my whole life without hearing any of those words. <laughs> and now we take a break. When we come back, oh, Steve, you introduced your kids to, to a, a classic movie. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, I yeah. want to tell you what it took for me to get them to watch it and then their thoughts after and what I should show them next. Is it time? Hi. Good to see you guys. Wait a second, we can't see anybody. Hi, everybody. But we sense you. We just, yes, we sense you. We assume you're there. Appreciate you listening. It's Donna and Steve. Steve has children. He shows them things from his past. It's a beautiful thing. And the latest was a movie. My children are growing up. I have a 13-year-old, an 11-year-old, an 8 and a 4 Mm, Meaning so we're starting to get into a little bit of the transitional time yeah. where it's not all Pixar and Disney. Sure. And goo goo to the freaking Gaga! <laughs> starting to see some stuff now. So I had a, a couple months ago, maybe, I don't know. I was like, oh, you know what? I can't wait to show the kids the Truman Show. So offhanded on Saturday night, or last week I tried to gather it, but it was like, no, you know what? This isn't a good time for a movie. Saturday night I kicked it around. Hey, guys, you know, we can watch the Truman Show tonight. Oh, I, I'm going to go over to the neighbors for a little blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, this isn't tonight. Let's just wait this out. Sunday late afternoon comes around. I said, you know what we should do, guys? This is the Truman Show time. And Lou was like, wow, what is with you really pushing the Truman Show right now? I said, guys, just sit down. She said, Adeline, my oldest, what's it about? You know, the the teen who's like, Mm -hmm. what are you about to do to us? Dad. And I said, it's frankly best that you know nothing going into it. Everybody agrees. 
Everybody sits down. We start watching the movie. Hmm. And uh, they start asking questions. Why is that happening? All right. See if you can figure out why we're looking, why it keeps going from a normal camera to like a fisheye lens camera, like a surveillance camera. Mm-hmm. And then they start trying to, you know, figure it out and figure it out. And then the pieces start to come together. Sure. All I'll tell you is by the end of that movie. Now, my son, my son, who is 11, he's really he is uh, sweet in that he always wants the parents to feel like if there's something that the parents care about, he like tries to tend to it nicely. You know, like he wants to, he's thoughtful in that way. Not that the other kids aren't, but he's outwardly thoughtful. So afterward, he said, I think that was one of the top 10 movies I've seen. Now, whether or not that holds up, who knows? But the point is, it was a totally different concept of a movie that I saw when I was 15. And I remember it stayed with me. I left the theater after seeing the Truman Show and thought, what if I'm Truman? Mm. and everyone else is an actor. But if you don't remember, there's such a great cinematic moment at the end of that movie when he's on the boat and he's trying to escape this island and get away from this show. And then the whatever it is, the post in the front of the boat, sailors call me and correct me, crashes right through the set wall that looked like clouds. And it was Finally, the time that Truman finally, beyond the shadow of a doubt, realized this is a set. I am in a show. Yes. Everyone else does know, even though other people throughout the years had been trying to give him clues. Actors would break in and they were on a mission and they were like, we're going to come in from the outside and let this poor guy know we're all watching you. Was that the only life he had ever known? Correct. From the time he was born, he was technically the first ever baby adopted by a corporation. And uh, after it was an unwanted pregnancy and then there was no one there to adopt him. And so they step in and then he becomes the centerpiece, the star of the biggest show in the history of planet Earth. He's Ronald from Jury Duty. Many people say Ronald is a modern day Truman. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, I've always thought weird thoughts like that, you know, like. I'm a real person walking amongst dead people who are sure. reincarnated or whatever. Some or variation of the, am I the only one? Yes. I, I think it's brilliant that they did that because I, I do think a lot of people do have those weird mm-hmm. kind of thoughts. So the kids liked it. The kids, I, the kids, Loved all, it. you know what? They were so, here's the best thing that your kids can walk away from after a movie. None of them got bored at any point, nobody left the room. Nobody started trying to play with something different. My daughter was in the kitchen, the oldest, making uh, these little like bracelets, and she just kept turning. And she like locked and loaded, and was you know doing something to preoccupy herself, but with an eye at the TV. And toward the end of the movie, I said to little Lila, who's sitting next to me, "Is your sister watching?" And she turned her head around and then turned back, eyes real big. Yes, because we were oh, getting toward that climax. But it didn't bore any of them, and they had never seen a story. Like that, and I st- I do think that the Truman Show is one of the most interesting stories that I came across. I just thought, what an interesting concept, and it came just a few years before the boom of reality television. In many ways, it was a precursor. Big Brother and all that stuff. Yeah, so totally. Now I'm wondering, um, what would be a good movie that, like a classic movie that is out of the Pixar Disney, but is also family friendly and still safe in that regard, that I should show. The kids. Have they seen E.T.? 
I love E.T. You know what? They've I don't think they've seen E.T. E.T.'s fabulous movie. And the scary stuff won't be scary to most of them anymore. Yeah. Do your ouch. <clears throat> I now keep in mind I haven't practiced. Ouch. Yeah, see, and you've Elliot. Wait. Ouch. Ouch. What makes that so convincing? <laughs> if you're seeing her do it in person, she's always had the look down. But the voice <laughs> is really good. How about um, Gremlins? They've never seen Gremlins. How about the Sandlot? I mean, that's such They've cute. seen the Sandlot. It's been years. I think I showed them that a few years too early. Okay. How about Holes? No, but it's funny. My brother just said, have you seen Holes? That's a really good movie. Yeah. Okay, My uh, niece and nephews loved that one. Um, those are good. Jurassic starters. Park, the mm-hmm. the original one of the kids has seen. But okay. yeah, if, anyway, if you have any ideas, you can email Donna and Steve show at mytalk one oh seven one dot com. And then we'll read through some of your replies yeah. before we get out of here. Kind of that like PG slash PG thirteen era. Yeah, is yeah, where yeah. we're trying to get to. You Mrs. Know, like Doubtfire. Porkies. <laughs> they see Mrs. Doubtfire? Donna. What? <laughs> Porkies. Um, they have, but probably, Mike, mm-hmm. six years ago, oh, wow. which reversed the age of all of them. It just wouldn't have had the impact. Not That's a good one. Animal House. Donna. All right. <laughs> I gave you all my good stuff. <laughs> all right, I'm out. Porky's and Animal House. <laughs> <laughs> and Holes. Now I have to re- do some digging. Holes sure is good. About the right no, movie. It's, it's a kid's movie. It uh, definitely is. All right. That's fun, Steve. That's Thank with you. Shia LaBeouf. It is. Who's now like a friar. In the Catholic Church, is he? he went studied in a in, in a monastery um, in a monastery, huh. and then had this like spiritual transformation, and was like welcomed into like the friarhood or something like that. So he's like a Franciscan friar. I think so. Let's look that up. Feels like something we should probably fact. Yes, yeah, feels like something. No, I watched like a six-minute little short movie about it. All right, all right, we'll be back.